Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Today's episode is brought to you by the makers and fixers of Snap-on. The makers and fixers keep the world moving. They are the backbone of the world, whether we're talking about manufacturing, customizing, restoration, performance, or maintenance. I know a lot of makers and fixers. I'm a maker and fixer. I was just having coffee with the ultimate maker and fixer, Jay Leno, a minute ago. How about you guys? Are you a maker or a fixer? And who are your favorite makers or fixers besides yourself, of course? The makers and fixers, they're not only made your car, they keep it running and help you make it awesome. Theirs is not just a job, it's a calling, and they want to hear from you. That Snap-on wants to hear from you. Share your story. Go to makersandfixers.com slash Spikes Car Radio, makersandfixers.com slash Spikes Car Radio, and also check out the Makers and Fixers account on Instagram, makersandfixers.com slash Spikes Car Radio. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spikes Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Yeah, cause girls is players too. Uh. Yeah, yeah, cause Lieberman's a player too. Yeah, Zuckerman's a player too. Yeah. I'm not a player, I just crush a lot. <laughs> I love this song. I don't know why. I don't know where I hear it. I don't know where it comes to me. Probably TikTok via my kids, and then suddenly it's on the playlist here for you. I was in a lot of traffic, so I'm just playing that song from my other secret playlist. How are you guys? How is everyone? Are you excited? You have Lieberman here. You have Zuckerman here. We're at Baldwin Hills. Yeah. And we're excited to do a show for you, and we're smoking cigars. We didn't have food tonight. We kind of dropped the ball on that. I showed up starving. <laughs> I asked you guys. I said, do you want food? And He's spice? such a gracious host. I know. We should have just always say yes. And That's I left move. it to Lieberman, thinking, of course Lieberman is going to say yes. Yeah, and I was uh, doing, I did two podcasts earlier today. I'm so jet lagged, I, I don't even know what time it is. I, I worked out and then rolled into three hours of tennis at our friend Moise's house. Huh? Out of town has a tennis court. I had planned on stopping there for 30 minutes, and then it was ball machine and the rest of it. Starving. Came home to actually get my work done. Uh, there's a geyser on the front lawn. Yeah. Nice. That's, fri- that's Friday. Whenever, the Friday follies. Whenever, and you know this, if you have a house or an apartment... When something's going to go wrong with it, it goes wrong usually late Friday or into Saturday when no, no one can one. help you. And yes. uh, luckily, uh, my, my, my friend Godinho, the gardener, was nearby, and he went right at it. Uh, and then he knocked on my office door, and he said, I have bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I know you do, but it's okay, Godinho. It's okay. He goes... Uh, Did you hug then? No. I said, it's the water main. He goes, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, uh, I don't think there's a, uh, a valve 
to turn the water main off. <laughs> I go, there is at the street, but that you know what that means, no water. And uh, he said, that's right. And so I called my friend George, the plumber, who said, uh, I am going to get right over there to resolve this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when my wife came home. Right. I said, where are you headed? She goes, I'm going to take a shower. I go, well, <laughs> just give me a few minutes. So my afternoon... I turned the water off at the street with the giant thing that I bought, because I guess this happens a lot. I turned it on a little bit to see where we dug it out to see where this leak was coming. It was like a just firing out, but maybe a pinhole. Oh. And uh, 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 Godinho kind of did a little work on it with some tape and a clamp. I took everything off. I started over, and I managed to plug it enough, enough with one of those, what are those wrench clamp wrenches called? That, you know, would have the screw vice there. Like, vice, vice, vice grip. Vice, vice grip. grip. Right. Yeah. I yeah. had a big vice grip that on the last turn of the dial before the screw that holds Yeah, the, pops out. It stayed in and it clamped and I put a piece of rubber there and it clamped the rubber and it it, it held. And it's going to hold for Zuckerman, the next you know, 12 you know, hours. Who knows what's happening? <laughs> well, Meanwhile, you're here. His house is washing away as we record. <laughs> no, all I know is that everybody was like, yeah, the water's fine. Why do you ask? They don't even notice that there's mud streaming down the driveway and the rest of it. Was but it roots? Boy. Was it roots that popped it? Because I got that right now. Roots got, and yeah. rust. It's always uh, roots and thing, rust. All the time. I put, it was a victory. It was another little victory. That's good. I thought for sure I was headed into a double workout, no shower condition, and everything's fine, and we're not wasting water, and that was all that was That's important. Good. I, I, have a, here. I have sardines for you if you'd like them. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood people that ate the oily uh, canned fish. That's the best. It's the best. That's it, my favorite. It really? it's, it's, yeah, because it's the best. I, I don't agree with that. that I, I, I find them putrid and horrible. Oh, so Like good. green olives. Those are two things I'm Ooh. never trying. Never. You would hate Portugal. <laughs> he really would he Oil, really oily fish it. in parts of Italy yeah. but and he's from Massachusetts where you know I guess they like you know Grodden's was it the Grodden's fishermen I like bottom dwelling uh, shellfish like clams like Ipswich clams I'll, I'll with even, the weenies I'll and, even eat the stomachs yeah the, stuff the bellies and you like up. and you like the uh, you like those little sea cockroaches shrimps and lobsters not really like I like bugs. scrod Scrod. I like the working Touch class fish. <laughs> you should you should try clams and oil though. I mean that can't. Right, I don't like I don't like them. I like my fried clams, and mm, some French fries, anyway, a lobster clams, roll in anyway. Maine. Like now, did you get fried clams in Bahrain? From from Bahrain to Baldwin Hills, fried clams. What the fuck did you eat there? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Boy, will we? You're gonna like this one, Paul. Why? <laughs> what did you find some Nazi rocket right. scientists well, let's, over let, there? Let's back up. Let's back no. up. <laughs> I got one of my kids school. If we're going to talk about this, let's talk Braun. about it properly so people are caught up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yes. Yeah. Last we left you yes. a few weeks back, said I'm going to uh, to Bear Mountain. Yeah. And then Bahrain. <laughs> yeah. And I went Bahrain. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. I would go to neither of those places for the reason you're going. Yeah. Well, it was Big Bear. Uh, Big Bear. Yeah. And um, so I show up at the airport to go to but Bahrain. But why were you going to Bahrain? To drive the Aston Martin Valkyrie. But only for like 30 minutes, Eight right? laps. Eight laps. Eight laps. Eight laps. Wow. Of an F1. So that's less than 30 minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot less. less. Yeah, so how yeah, long yeah. is that flight? Uh, um, well, <laughs> it's it was uh, 10 hours to Heathrow. A layover in Heathrow and then about seven hours on the way there to Bahrain. Are they going to pay you for this? Who? 
Somebody. So those Bahrainians pays me, yes. Oh, yes. they pay you yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah but what about the guys with all the money over there? Robes and money. I was there for 26 hours. But let me... Let well, wait, me, what was it like flying? Well, I, I got to back up because... Okay. Okay. So I get to the airport on Sunday, go to the ticket counter, you know, my nice business class trip. And the guy's like, you don't have a ticket? And I go, yes, I do. I go, <laughs> I go, look at this. I even printed it out. And as I'm pulling out the printout, I noticed that the plane left the day before. You schmuck. Yeah. You fucking <laughs> Wait, schmuck. Oh, my better. God. Even better, because I, I initially knew I'd be on the ground for 26 hours. I said to Aston, hey, that's a long flight for me. Everybody else is coming from England. I'm the only American. Can I come out a day early and just sit in the hotel? You poor schmuck. Right. So they go, sure, that's fine. So you missed your flight. I missed my flight by yes. a day. I hadn't done that since my first business trip in 1997. He's got it. He's got, he's got it. it. Yeah. He's, got he's going to be a memory person oh, any yeah, yeah. any minute. <laughs> yep. That's so, why he's wearing the hat. So luckily, I you know I call Aston. I told him what happened. Actually, the irony is they start calling me from How Bahrain. How embarrassing. Yeah. And they're like, where are you? And they, I'm like, they're going to give you the Valkyrie to drive and you can't get to the airport. Well, well hang on, hang on. Because I'd requested an extra day, I could go on the original schedule. Ah. Uh, but they go, you know what? Since you missed your flight, oh. we, can, we can fly your coach. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. So I spent 17 hours in coach, no lounge access, which if you travel for business, you know that lounge is like a little lifesaver when you have four hours yes. to kill at Heathrow. But the I busiest. can tell you, if I have flown in coach overseas, and as long as you're not with Americans, it's quite nice. I was with a lot of Americans. Oh no, was, that's bad because they—they're always eating and they're always drinking soda, demanding, and they're in the bathroom nonstop. Yeah, Americans, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, right? We I are. flew with the Germans on Lufthansa, and they were just—they slept the whole way. I was like, "This is great." They put their this diapers on and go to bed. I, I, yeah, we I, went to Spain. We went coach the whole family. No, we no, loved it. Normally on business flights, you know, first of all, the, the seat goes flat. Yes. Second of all, I can get like five glasses of wine, no problem, and I'm just, I'm out. Drinking I, problem. No, but not yes. even. Yeah, okay. Anyways, I barely slept. Uh, yeah, and then. So what was the seat like? One of those painful upright seats? Yeah, it was like, it was like premium economy. So it was, it was like you know, a little, it leaned back a little Any bit. Any weird people looking at you and doing weird things? I don't even remember, man. It was such a whirlwind. But it Did just, you do any weird things? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Did they me. duct tape you to the seat? Did you wake <laughs> yes, up duct tape? Yeah, no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> I like um, that. That's a move I like. I a good like. duct taping. <laughs> yes. Ties. But it was like, <laughs> the second flight. Duct tape is way better than a zip tie. Zip tie is almost like a little too policey. Like, duct tape is really like, we weren't prepared for this. Well, that's <laughs> we, usually, got, we got to make this guy part of the chair. This is that's the guy who's been urinating into the seat. I know. I always think about him. that when these when when someone's duct tape and they've gone to the bathroom in the seat. What do they do? Do they even clean it? How do they do that? Does it yes, leak into the phone? It's all leather, so yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But I so, think I think that I think those people get on the plane, wipe it a little bit, and then the next person gets on and they're just fucked. I can tell you, I have not flown except for flying private with you. And uh, uh, up to Monterey, remember when we yeah. did that? That was fun. I have not flown commercial since uh, the pandemic began, and very happily so. And I'm just using the pandemic as cover not to get on airplanes. Smart. I want to go away. Huh? I need a trip. It was. A, you this, do. This yeah. could have been a Where good do you trip. Go? Let's, hey, let's do some. Anywhere. Let's go somewhere. <laughs> Bahrain. We, we got we'll it. Go to Bahrain. I'll hook no, you I up. can't go that. I, you uh, you pay for the flight down. I'll play for the pay for the flight back. Where do you want to go? I'm thinking South America. We should go to like Buenos Aires, wow. something like that. So this is kind of based on the a few weeks back with Seinfeld. Yeah, doing some real, real yeah. stuff. Buenos Aires is awesome. I, I'll go. Let's go. And in Montevideo, we should hit that too. 
Yeah. That's and then maybe somewhere fun. in Colombia. <laughs> yeah. I need to get rid of a body. What? <laughs> it's four in the morning. Where have you been? I need to get rid of a body. Well, you know, we almost had a duct tape on. The, remember, so Zuckerman called me while I was in Bahrain, and it was I was at the airport. It's two a.m. in Bahrain. And he calls he me. Calls you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in Bahrain about something else. Anyways, and uh, getting on that flight, all of a sudden there's a husband, wife, and a baby screaming in Arabic at the at the flight attendant. The baby screaming. Oh, the baby's just screaming. But the the two are screaming. I don't know what was going on. All I was in business at this point. All of business turns around, and we're like, oh shit, this is one of those where. The plane has to go back to the terminal, right? You know, and we're just. Can we hear about the car now? No, I can't talk about the car. <clears throat> oh, you can't? <laughs> no, it's on Instagram. I saw some on Instagram. I, well, there's no driving impressions. I mean, I can tell you wacky stuff. Was that about you the car. not driving on Instagram? Uh, both those videos, I was not driving. But I what I, track is it? It's the Bahrain F1 track. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about Bahrain then, at least. Yeah. Okay. Tell us something. Uh, we, I, I don't know anything about this country. Yeah, Bahrain. I mean, it, look, what is it? If Dubai is like, let's say, is it the, a democracy? Oh no, it's a kingdom. It's a kingdom. It's a kingdom. Yeah, but I'm friends with the royal family. So you are normally now. it's fun. Did you talk cigars with them? Uh, I have talked cigars. This I saw no one. This was like so, in and out. But you can drink alcohol there. It's yeah, it's the like... only place outside of Israel in the Middle East that has standalone bars. Right. Well, actually, like, you know, like Dubai doesn't. Dubai what has to. Does it, what does it look like? Does it look like Switzerland or the pine trees, mountains, lakes? No, it's an <laughs> island in the middle of the Red Sea or whatever the Arabian Sea. No, it's it's, it's got a bridge to Saudi Arabia. And but... how big is it? Oh, it's tiny. It's a little tiny country. Like what? Name a state that it's close. Uh, it's like one of the islands of Hawaii, maybe. Really? Maybe Maui. So maybe that's that small. Probably and they have an F one track. Yeah, they got some money. So what's the hotel like that you stay? Oh, I was in a five star Sofitel, brand new, just built. Like I, that's right where I work out here in Hollywood, Sofitel. Yeah. I would not call that a five star. Well, this hotel. one was. I can show you pictures. <laughs> this one was nice. This was very wow. nice. Everything and what was is nice. the food like there? Uh, but they know how to make a cheeseburger. No, no, nothing like that. Every, what I, did you eat? So, well, not much. I was there for 26 hours. But you must have eaten there. Something. Tell us something. We've never been there. God, I had I had really bad, like, omelet with really bad, like, hash browns. So the food isn't good. If you get Mediterranean food, so it's hummus, fantastic. Chicken, yeah, that. Yeah, but I didn't have any of that. So... It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, we went to talk. Normally I would not ask a question like this, <laughs> yes. so, but I know there are listeners out there that would want to know in yeah. the bar, yeah. were there Russian call girls or is that just a rumor? Mm, uh, you know, not this time. If you were there for the F1 race, yes, there'd be a plane full of Brazilian hookers, you know, like a really? 777 of Brazilian women would land. Can you imagine being on that plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a hell of a plane. Yeah. Uh, yes, I mean that, but that's every F one race. So, uh, what are what are people dressed like? Uh, it's it's a combination of Western and then the full white robe head. And women dress. are in burkas, and uh, some like are in burkas, but also like there's lots of women walking around without their heads covered. It's it's so very they have modern. a little more freedom. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if Dubai is like the New York of the Middle East, this is like the L.A. It's laid back. It's an island. There's a huge U.S. Air Force I don't know, Zuckerman. There. I'm like you. I'm not sure I want to go the there. L.A. of the Middle East. Except yeah. for the swords beheading you. Yes. No, there's none of that there. They don't they have got falconry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they got falconry. Yeah, of course. You know, we have a lot of listeners in Bahrain. Yeah, we're number that- one in Bahrain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, they're cool. I'm telling you. Did you I- meet any listeners? Uh, not that this trip was so compact. It was so fast. Right? Yeah, this was right, right. Last time I was there, it was like I, I, everywhere I went, people were like, "Hey, you know, I'm a big fan," and I hung out and it was cool. Um, Do they walk just, around with briefcases filled with money? 
<laughs> no, no, they have someone else carry their money. So it's, yeah, it's. I mean, yes, I, I met some people last time that were, you know, I mean, they're, sketch. They're, no, their names were like Shake, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's like, that, what's it like being royal? And they go, well, it used to be cool, but now we got to pay our taxes. And these are tickets. allies of ours. Huge U.S. Air Force Base there. Okay, yeah. good. Huge. Okay, and, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should have gone to the Air Force Base and talked to the guys. Twenty-six hours. I, I, I literally left dinner and went to the airport. Why? They would you, love. Why that. didn't you just stay an extra day or two since you have friends there? Because I was. That we was should my do that. We should get on the, the USO flight. tour. <laughs> that's that's what we do. I've always wanted to do a USO tour mm. for the troops. That would be fun. And since I don't really have a stand-up act anymore, it would be fun. We should do the podcast. We should bring it there. Done. All right. That would be it. so much fun. Yeah, they take you on a big uh, military plane. Yeah. I have a lot of comedy friends that have done it. You can get, we? You can get we, bulletproof vests in some cases. Not I want it to rain. be like the USO tour in Apocalypse Now. I want to come <laughs> yeah. in with the girls and the, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the songs, the lights, yeah, and the music, credence, and the whole and then the helicopter hanging off. Wind. Leave them and hanging off the bottom, <laughs> and then just a sniper shot takes us out. Ferret eats the helicopter. All right, we're going to do that. We're going to do it. USO tour. That could be fun. Wow. Well, that sounds like a great trip. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I hope yeah, I hear yeah. about it someday. Yes, I promise. March 6th. March 6th. Um, I'm taking our 82 Targa on the Jay Leno show. Jay Leno's Garage. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. It's brilliant. No idea. longer on CNBC, but not surprisingly, Jay has taken that show back. Oh, he cool. owns that show outright, and uh, I would not be surprised if we saw it on one of uh, uh, many networks. Not, not you know, Discovery. I bet you, and I don't know anything, but I, uh, but I get the feeling that show is going to pop up somewhere else. In the meantime, the YouTube show is still thriving, Zuckerman, and he he called and said, uh, or his his, his uh, guy called Steve said, "Do you want to come on and do a car?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know what to bring on at this point. We brought uh, the VW a bug." You've done a car, haven't you? Done a car? One of your cars? We did, I did. the Zagato together. Uh-huh. Um, I, 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 and I was just like, well, look, the 82 Targa has brought Zuckerman and I true joy during the true. pandemic. Uh, you know, it is special in that way. I know you're looking for special cars, but this is special, and we should talk about why it's special. Jerry owned it. Zuckerman uh, originally found it. I found it you from found Ray, it. Ray Joseph in Houston, RPM. It went to Jerry, and then we bought it. Uh, and uh, I remember being angry that Jerry took the original radio and an yes. AC out, but now it doesn't It's matter. ours again. I love that car. I love it. It drives so right. It looks so right. The color is so happy, and yeah. it's our joint high school graduation Oh, that's car. right. We'll talk about that. Well, you can fill me in on the history when you owned it, and I can, I can talk about it later. And you don't have time to come by, right? I'd prefer not to. Steve. If you don't, if you don't need me, I have I, the time to do it. You do it. You're so much better. I get stiff, self conscious. I don't want. Please, to. everybody loves seeing you. You got to get comfortable out there, man. You don't know where this is going. I just remember the last time. Was <laughs> where so, is this going? It's going to video, man. Oh right, right, right. I think yes. I had uh, I had uh, the other Jay out to the space in Santa Monica, and I and I, you know I wanted to bring this up to you guys. Like tonight, we would be at Santa Monica Airport. It, the show becomes less portable at that moment. The listeners get to enjoy a video version of the show, but but <laughs> tell me something: Could we set no up cigars. videos here for the, the periodic visit to Baldwin Hills? It for would everyone? take a little bit of setup. That, uh, as I understand it, an hour or two, and I would rather not 
do well, that. Well, you send somebody to do it for you. That, we you get know, somebody. but again, that's an hourly fee. I mean, now I'm paying okay, producers well, to roam. But it would be nice if the listeners could see this view along with us. That's true. That's a good point. But the studio is going to be a standalone thing. And that space, if I go through with it, I just, that's my only fear is I'm tied down at that point. Can we do things in there like get matchbox cars and get train set? Here's and- what we could do very easily. Hangar 56 could do uh, six episodes of the Zuckerman show. We could do 12 episodes of the Lieberman show, whatever that might be. It, it's a studio for Hangar 56 that we can put whatever we want in there. You know, when, so I when, can build a model At train. some point when this movie comes out, I, I, I would like to talk to the people in the movie in that and do a completely separate thing. Right, and it becomes a nice piece of uh, video, and and it goes up on YouTube, as I understand it, and then it goes up here, and then I think there'll be a Patreon that people can have it uh, extra content. It can be in Chinese balloons. It can be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess, or yes. in too many places. I don't know. I know Mark Marin just does his only uh, the audio version, and that's fine too. Why don't we just keep doing that? You see what I mean? I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't know. I'll do whatever you say. All right. Buy a nice dress. Put on some makeup. <laughs> I think Zuckerman could do like six episodes on Valentine's Day gifts. We're going to do Dear Zuckerman tonight because he Ooh. sent me a bunch of uh, funny letters. Uh, let's talk about some more things, though. Um, and I wanted to ask you about this. First of all, I just want to bring this up because I thought it was funny. This guy, uh, the Hilton CEO, did you see this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He got broken. His name is Chris Nacetta, says selling his black 944 was the best financial decision he ever made. That's because buying it in the first place was his worst. He was in his 20s and fresh off a breakup when he saw the sleek model in a used car lot near his home in Arlington, Virginia. So far, I love all, all of the story except for the regret. He had a third party insurer, the car uh, and the deal were legitimate. Okay. Well, any deal is legitimate. Yeah. Whether yeah. the car is a good car worth buying, then pay twenty grand for it. Seems high. Taking out a loan <laughs> to cover part of the cost. What a year? twenty thousand dollar loan. Twenty thousand dollar loan. Part of the cost. Here's his quote: "It nearly broke me," says Nasetta sixty. So this is okay. So this is it's 40, going back forty years. Forty he's years. Still he's still crying about this. <laughs> Shut up. I spent crying. all my money on that stupid car. Now look. A different story is, hey, I spent all my money on that stupid car and it nearly broke me, but I love it. I can relate to you now because that's what we do. We spend all our stupid money on cars. And we don't cry about it. We don't cry about it. We cried about it in 40 years. I mean, you cry to yourself. You don't yeah, cry we publicly. cry, but we ultimately, that's what we do. Yeah. We make car mistakes. We love our cars. In retrospect, it was a bad decision from the start, Nasetta says. He was only making seventeen grand per year at the time. <laughs> Jesus. Almost immediately, he had to spend an additional 2000 on a new steering rack. Well, obviously, they didn't check this car out. Yeah, and the car's gonna... problems only got worse from there. This Porsche was, I quote, riddled with problems I couldn't afford. Like you, your hotel chain. Chris, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we put a black light on your couch and saw sea. <laughs> <laughs> we saw human waste. <laughs> and that was a new couch from yesterday. 
There was semen on the walls. There was semen on the placenta. There was semen and placenta everywhere on your carpets. Black Lightning Hotel room's got to be the most horrible. That is the Hilton way. There was semen on the paper cover on the toilet. How did that happen? That was the protective cover. Yet there was semen on it. Yeah, their mission statement. Extra points for that. Their mission statement is: if it's not bolted down, it's been up someone's ass. That's right, Hilton. Semen on the key. Semen on the do not disturb. Disturb sign. <laughs> Semen on the freshly cleaned towels. <laughs> Don't forget the elevator panel. <laughs> Turn off the black light, please. I'm trying to sleep. There was semen on the bed bugs. What? <laughs> the bed bugs. How is that possible? Wow. Turn off the light. Wow. <laughs> bed, bug. bed bugs are asking Spike, Spike, Spike clean me semen. off. <laughs> Sir, would you please clean me? In the filter. <laughs> <laughs> in the oh. Don't open up the coffee, mate. Chris. <laughs> in the you, you deserve all of this, Chris. You should not have told this story publicly. You should not talk about regretting Porsche purchases publicly. You know, we can never stay at Hilton's again. <laughs> this is it. And if there's a lesson to be learned here, listener, it's, it's get your car checked out. Properly. PPI. PPI. Buy the car for 15 and, and incorporate that price into everything you have to And pay. he said he he did that, right? He had a third party. In, like, yeah, third I'm party. Not Look, listen to how, what he said. To ensure the car and the deal mm. were legitimate. Is the car legitimate? In other it's words, a fucking car. is it a legitimate car? Yeah. Yes, four tires. Mm, looks like a car to me. It also has semen on it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the semen? It's everywhere in the 944. If you bought that car... Now you must burn it. In the pop-up headlights? <laughs> <laughs> when they pop up the flames off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, that car is no good anymore. It should be on the Carfax. Covered with semen. From Chris Nassetta. There's semen on the Carfax. <laughs> oh, boy. That was fun. Oh, hold on. Johnny, I saw, and I wanted to ask you about this. I saw in my travels, uh, someone uh, had posted on Instagram, a 2025 Mercedes EQ, EQG G-Wagon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that legit? It's 2025, coming. they said. Yeah, it's coming. Um, I got excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, th- there, was a, there was a prototype drive. I don't know if you saw the videos of the thing like spinning in circles on its own axis and the dirt. It's called a no. tank turn. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. It was all over Instagram wow. like a few months ago. Yeah. Um, they are doing an electric G. Um, it uh, it's the the one they're showing was like from the Munich show a year and a half ago, and that it's not going to look like that. It's going to look like a G wagon. They're not going to mess with success. What is the? Let me just ask you this. Yes. What is the fascination and sudden interest in cars that crab walk? <laughs> right. Do yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Why is why did we wait till electric for that to happen? Electric allows stuff like that. You know, you just have so much more. There's so many more uh, software defined parts of the vehicle that you didn't have before. You know, they were just like much more. Everything was like mechanical, and it was just it was just harder to do fun stuff. And now that you can just oh, let's just write code that does this wacky stuff. So that's what it was. So that's what so this yeah. Thing well, this was doing. literally has around. the left wheels go one direction, the right wheels wow. go the other, and it just the Rivians were they, they, the prototypes did that. Wow. And then they deactivated it because it's really hard on the components. And, and a G wagon is going to be built, you know, to a spec that the Rivian's not. So, yeah, the G, I mean, at least the prototype can do it. 
And they, so this is finally, we will have the dream of parallel parking just by laterally moving into the... No, no, no. Can't you, do that. You're hearing me wrong. No, it just, it spins in a circle. If you if you did that, you would smash every car <laughs> in front and behind. Wait till you. that yeah. system turns on by mistake <laughs> on the highway. Ka-ching. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Be like that defender. I'm a billionaire role. all over again. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it just spins on its own axis in a circle. Hey, did you see that Tesla self-driving Florida case NTSB mm. weighed in? Yeah. No, I missed it. It was not Tesla's fault. The autopilot was not activated. They were not in the back seat. They were driving recklessly, and they crashed, according to the NSB and NTSB. Yeah. NTSB, and then they blamed the self-driving. That's yeah, another they thing. did. Right. No one's ever taking responsibility. They will always blame. But did those fellas both pass away? I do believe so. Yeah, so the family. So no one, no one's here to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, they, they'd have a record of when, if it was activated or not activated. So Yeah, it's just whether it's just the trust factor. You had Franz on your show. We had Franz on today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It was fun. You know what's amazing about Franz? He will have said something in this interview that you did, and it, it, you won't even remember it, uh-huh. and suddenly it'll be everywhere, all really? over the tech blogs. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. He did it on on, on, on this show. Right. He, I, you know, we were talking, we were chatting, and just he makes this just quiet comment that I don't remember hearing. You know, I don't think Apple's really doing anything interesting anymore. Well, boom. Right goes the dynamite that Wednesday. The tech blogs went crazy. Right, what yeah. did you guys chat about? Oh my God, everything. We we started with. Uh, I mean, we you know the, we, the way we do that show is more like the first time the guest is on. Let's get your history. So you know, he went to Art Center. He worked at uh, right uh, Volkswagen. He worked we at GM. That. The Pontiac Solstice. He worked at Mazda. Then we got into Tesla. And like, what was that phone call like when you got a call from Elon? Like, hey, come design my cars. And you know, he got a personal call. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. he took that job um, when all his friends were saying you'd be crazy to take it. You should be taking a job at a real manufacturer. Yeah, and he said he was just kind of done almost with the auto industry at that point. And he was very, like, you know, ecologically conscious. He, You know, he was at Mazda. He was trying to do, like, clean vehicles. And the best they could do is, like, 100% ethanol fuel. And he really wanted to do something. And he just said that, you know, he really got along with Elon and, you know, he said if Elon's master plan came to fruition, they would be where they are now. And it just all worked out. Um, and we talked about the first time I was there when they showed the Model S in 2009 at SpaceX and how, like, everybody just said it was vaporware. I'm guilty of that. Um, everyone dismissed it. No one thought it would work. Everyone thought Tesla was doomed. You know, can't start a car company. Tucker's the last one that failed. They only made 53 cars, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and he just went on and on. And then, you know, we started saying, where's the Cybertruck? And he's cagey, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, we said, where's yeah. the Roadster? And, he, you know, where's the $30,000 cheap car? And, yeah, he, he wouldn't answer anything. Um, which is, you know, fine. What it, what happened with the stock? It seemed to go back up. I mean, a little bit, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I went. It crashed. They and sold it went a bunch back of up. cars. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. And they've become yeah. the number one luxury <clears throat> brand now I in the U.S. Yeah. And the and the Model Three uh, Y is the best selling car in California. How it many cars has so Tesla sold overall? Oh, is it over a million? million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're moving like 400,000 a year globally. Wow. Like they're, they're That's big. a lot of cars. Yeah, and, and growing and growing, you know. So they missed their expectations. And when, when are you going to post this interview? Uh, like two or three weeks from now. 
Okay. Like that, four weeks. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. It was Franz. cool. Yeah, you know, Franz, he's, yeah. We, you know, I met him, met him uh, when we gave the Model S car of the year uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. And they had a big party with Elon and Franz. We went to New York and partied with them, and we had a, it was a hell of a night. And yeah, it was like, here's this guy who designed what I think is one of the most beautiful concepts of all time, the Pontiac Solstice concept. And now he's doing these electric cars and. Yeah, it was cool. We do. We talked about the semi truck, how like how wacky that is, the new oh, Tesla wow. semi, yeah. and like, you know how they just went. They went really radical with the way that thing works. You know, it's just like you can stand up in the cab. So you know, if it is autonomous driving, you can actually stand up and stretch and like all this stuff. There's so, a urinal on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Semen everywhere. That's what I thought. The second you said stand up, I would like, like a little sandwich counter or urinal off to the side there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, it was cool. It was cool. You know, I mean, I saw a Waymo guy today. Oh yeah, a Waymo Jaguar in Ooh. Santa Monica. With all sorts of spinny doodles, like on top and on the on the sides. Mm-hmm. What what are, what are they doing there? Well, they're doing uh, and a nerdy a, guy. Yeah, they're doing autonomy, like in a, you, in, in a, driving. The like guy that me. looked like you, kind of. Oh, that's good. Yeah, those oh. things are everywhere. But he was driving. He had his hands on the wheel. Yeah. I so mean, what is that? Well, what they're, am I looking they're at? trying to do you know level like legit level four autonomy. So you know. Uh, driver just has to sit in the seat be ready to take control but all the liability is on Waymo who's owned by Google I thought that was le- level 3 well the, level 3 is under x miles an hour and only works during like you know daylight and good weather and stuff I like that I thought 4 was you could lay in the back seat that's 5 5 is you don't even need a steering wheel so 3 and 4 are kind of coupled together 4 exactly right 4 is just like fancy level 3 more well, 5 advanced. is the Jetsons 5 is you don't need a steering wheel the right. car just drives itself you just tell it where to go there was a lady this week in California who was level fiving it on the <laughs> 101, and she got filmed doing it. <laughs> People love doing that, and it's hard. And I, you know, I felt sympathy for her because when you are just cruising along and you're tired, she's probably overworked. She's probably working two jobs just to keep up, pay for that Model Y. Kids are going crazy, and the car's driving itself, and you go, "Well, God, I could just <laughs> right." Yeah, I mean, and, look, the uh, thing is, and you do have to fight that. You do have to fight that. The thing is, and and you know, Franz wouldn't really. We didn't try to get into it. He's a designer, but like Tesla, no matter what it's doing, full self driving, blah, blah blah. It's level two. It's fancy cruise control. You, yes, it is. As the owner driver, you always have the liability. Once you get to level three, mm. the OEM assumes the liability for the driving. So it's mm. a whole new, so money. Well, Tesla's always going to be money because it's, I mean, it's just, it's always, it's always the driver. It's never the company. So that's going to be rough. So, and, and, and like Volvo, they're not going to follow the SEE, SEO guideline. No, I see whatever it is. Society of Engineers. SAE. Thank you. Automotive Engineers. Acai um, You know, so, so not every company is following it, but, but, you know, Mercedes for the, in the U.S., Nevada now, they can have level three autonomous vehicles. Uh, and that means that it takes over. It's liable if there's a crash. It's Mercedes. If it wants you to take over and you don't, it's still liable. It'll I'm not do- like in this world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beyond anything. Yeah, and it's coming seen. to California. Like it's a fast follow. I thought California would be before Nevada, but Nevada got there quicker. So. I'm having a problem with my why right now. Oh yeah, tell do tell. There's a really interesting little problem that reminds me of the iPhone. In that, you go to plug in your car, and we have a charge point charger with a little adapter on it, and the car does not charge. And I remember this happened about a year ago. I took that little adapter that I bought, 
and I uh, threw it away. You know how you buy those like uh, non OEM <laughs> yeah. iPhone chargers, and yeah. then suddenly the iPhone figures it out. Break. Yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. iPhone <laughs> figures it out. It goes ah, that's not an Apple product. Right, not gonna let you use that anymore. I think that happens here. <laughs> so this was number two. I bought one. They're fifty bucks. You get them on uh, Amazon, and it plugged in. Everything worked fine. Now last night again, it stopped charging. I took the charger out of the back of the the Y and plugged it into the wall, and it charged right up. And then my wife took it to the supercharger, charged right up. So I don't believe this is the car. I believe this is either the adapter or the car rejecting. Or you know, I mean, look, char- chargers, the actual chargers fail all the time. I mean, they just they break. <clears throat> my charger they wear out. is working perfectly. Oh, I rebooted it. Re- hooked it up to the white did the whole thing it's, it's it's perfect it's got the nice glowing blue light it's ready to go yeah that's but a, that's interesting it's a weird chart- problem yeah yeah try plug in another tesla i'm sure there's a neighbor you could say hey come here plug that's in. the ninth time you said tesla i can't yeah, i can't keep tesla. letting it go it's tesla please stop just try one with an s no just from tesla me. oh that's awesome tesla see it's tesla lise berman nice. yeah, remember um, says tesla tesla is not the only one who's having a little issue right now. Porsche Taycan, have you heard about this, Zuckerman? No. There are lots of people, apparently, and again, how these stories come across to us are so bizarre, but apparently there are a lot of people taking joy in the fact that their friend's Porsche Taycan's heat is broken. Have you heard about this story? I have not. Uh, It's big in England, I guess, because it's colder there, but it's happening everywhere. It's also happening with the Audi GT. Same car. The heat system just goes... (laughs) And uh, Porsche GB states, uh, that's Great Britain, due to a possible material defect and failure of the heating system may potentially affect Porsche Taycan vehicle models. Apparently this is happening a lot. Should this fault occur, it is possible that the heating function and defrosting are not available in the middle of winter, and dehumidification of vehicles can only be performed to a limited extent. Now, making matters worse... They don't have the parts to fix it. <laughs> this is so crazy. What's what? You have a Taycan, right? Yeah, not that we, we don't really need heat here. But you know, if you're in the cold Northeast or you're cold, wet England, well, England you need yeah, heat. Yeah. You need your defroster. Yeah. Yeah. So these are, these are basic amenities in a car that that have been figured out decades ago. But what's happening? It's falling apart. The pandemic's and- over. Well, it's is it the war in Ukraine? What what no, what's causing this? We've stuff? lost the will to to succeed. As an entire global epidemic here. No one can do anything right anymore. I mean, that's yes. what the pandemic showed us. Is It turned out the entire world was held together by, with one piece of string. Like, who knew? And I, it love, got undone. I love, I, I think someone needs to do a talk about how the world changed during the pandemic. And it all started with me pointing out <laughs> yes. the M&M's. The peanut M&M would the be peanut the peanut M&M's. part of you that This story. was before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the peanut M&M suddenly came out deformed. And it was making me crazy. This is probably four years ago, and I kept telling Ferriston, these peanut M&Ms are Eating deformed. Sound crazy. I was going to say, I Spike, kept telling what him. What was your reaction to the peanut m and I agreed with his theory. <laughs> I said, you... I, I said, do like this theory. It's and I, I said to him, he says, why does this bother you? And I said, because... If the small comforts that you depend upon yes. are no longer consistent, yes. that means that you cannot trust anything else in the world to go right and here, and that's exactly it what happened. It could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. You, you might eat your gun yeah. <laughs> because those mutant M&Ms, wow. and I hope you do not. I don't have might. a gun. I don't have a gun. You might so. eat your glue gun. Wow. You might eat semen. <laughs> <laughs> There's semen on the peanut M&M's, it turns out. That's, that's what's deforming them. <clears throat> 
Say hello to our next sponsor, HelloFresh. You can get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip that trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and guess what? Affordable. Hard to get affordable when you go into the supermarket. Not with HelloFresh. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Remember those New Year's goals you promised yourself you'd stick to? HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients, easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle out of dinner time. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and expensive supermarkets. Uh, get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. And as you know, we just got our HelloFresh box in the house. That means this week, this week, starting tonight, Wednesday night, Mrs. Ferriston will be cooking for the Ferriston for the next four nights. And it's good. Just go downstairs at 5.30 and there's dinner. It's there. It's uh, it's it's HelloFresh. It's it's, it's revolutionized uh, Mrs. Ferriston's cooking in the house, whereas it did not exist before. I hope she's not listening to this show. Anyways, go to HelloFresh.com/slash sixty-five spike nine eleven and uh, use code sixty-five spike nine eleven. I know that's a weird code, but guess what? Sixty-five percent off plus free shipping. Sixty-five percent off. Plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 65Spike911 and check it out. America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. All right, we talked about that stuff. What else do we got? Zuckerman, you got a new car you wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's too, I, I, it's, people's really seeing it. We have a very thriving BMW uh, uh, fan base. People love you buying those cars. Are you buying them for the attention, or do you really love these? I love them. And if you and drove, what, what is this car? It's orange. It's it's lovely. It's it's called Mugello or Mugello. How do you say that track in Italy? Mugello, right? Mugello, yeah. Mugello. It's yeah. Mugello red. It's in 1992. Like so it's not orange. You know, it's, it's but there's a lot of orange in the red. Oh, cool. So it's if you put it next to a guard's red Porsche, you'll see how orange it is. It's halfway to tangerine. Anyway, this is a 92 E34 M5, and I've never had one of these. You know, I have the 85, which is the first M5. It's called an E28 M5. The white one. It, it, it's no, the, the black one. It, no, it's the, it's the salmon silver. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The salmon oh, yeah. silver is the 85. The remember. white is the 2003, and in between yeah. is this car is the E34. These are the three great uh, M5s, uh. and this car is the final iteration with the straight six m88 engine that was in the the m1 the 1m so it's a race derived engine m1 m1 yeah yeah m1 yeah and it's a race derived engine and this is a fantastic power plant in this car this is the furthest they've gone it's 3.8 it's 3.8 liters it puts out 340 horsepower. It has some low-end torque. It has the most amazing sound. This car is fast as fuck even today. Is it here? Yeah, it's right out in front. You oh, saw it. Okay, let's do it. And it's and it's it's. I a, think that's the car I hit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a terrific car. This is a 20th anniversary car. It was 20 yada. Yeah, no, Svansig yada. Svansig yada. because it's 20th anniversary of M Motorsports, and they built this car red. 
with this Mugello red, Mugello red. Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo. It came with the Nürburgring suspension. There's two settings. You have the track suspension. You have driving suspension. It's got it with a button in the car? Button in the car that adjusts the suspension. Wow. And uh, it's got the greatest... Hmm greatest transmission that 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 shifter is so smooth and so easy and this thing mm. revs so good mm. i was hooning this car Ooh. hooning mobbing i, love I was mobbing. i was slicing dicing stabbing slurping <laughs> <laughs> is what that car stuff? legal in california do they, they allow cars like that in what year is it it's a 92 it's a 92 yeah well it, it's legal years. in the sense that it got off the plane it has absolutely zero paperwork right now and I'm driving it. Yeah. And, I mean, show and display, you can pretty much get anything. No, no, no. I don't have even the papers from customs. Oh, I see. But okay. it's in process. It's in process. And and uh, and today, I, the Hungarian filed temporary... Uh, Restraining red- orders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Against him. Yes. <laughs> the country of Hungary. If you orders. have cal- cars registered in the state of California... And you have insurance. You're you're allowed a ten day grace period to drive your car. Yes, perfectly legal. It's perfectly legal, and I do have, and I have, and I have permit for it now. Yes, if today. So there you go. Thanks so, to the Hungarian. Yeah, thanks to the Hungarian. The last minute, I forced him on Friday late afternoon to get this taken care of for me. Yes, so I can drive it. It's an interesting car, Lieberman. There's some. I love the Recaro seat. It's a sports seat. It's very broad backed, anticipating wider, bigger people. Uh, Thirty years ago. Um, it's got carbon fiber in it in 92. I don't know of an earlier application of carbon fiber. Very rare. There's trim. a little of it, but very rare, yeah. And uh, and then... Um, probably, of, probably made by Pagani. Could be. With and his some autoclave. of the switch yeah. gear is Pagani. so big and clunky. It's really strange how... Uh, it's it's like almost like kids or old person's telephone switch gear for the windows. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. What does it have for radio? It's got a, it's got a, some sort of BMW. It's got something that I'm having trouble getting to work right now. The code is stuck. He just died a full inhale. So my, my, Hailed my, a cigar. That, that was not good. Yeah, you, you pulled that in like oh a boy. cigarette. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was wrong. Oh, you must be high as fuck right now. <laughs> no, I just have a terrible back of the throat taste. Mm. Boy. You that pulled that good. right in. My buddy had a E24 M6 right. that he put that engine in. Yes. And, man, that thing ripped. It was so cool. It was the coolest car. I mean, yeah. I think he still has it. It's just the coolest car. You, Ferris, you would seriously enjoy driving this car and the idiosyncrasies of it. I, I need a starting point to understand this lineage of these cars. E28 I, I would just be jumping into it kind of cold. I don't know much about it. You know what I mean? Okay, so BMW... <clears throat> The Quant family owns BMW. But you know, I don't need that. I mean, I just mean I need a starting point car starting the, the point. The E28. So, so when, so for instance, like the starting point for 911s for me was 73. Like I, I got okay. into that and I went, all right, that's a good starting point. Now show me what's more special from the T. Okay, so and then I started driving. Okay, so the so you would start with the E28. You'd start with that earliest M5 because which one is that? That's the silver one. The silver one. The one that I got from Felipe. <clears throat> oh, Munich Felipe! That we, that yes, we saw. We the saw shark the, face one. Yeah, and that car. They, they were selling a lot of these four door BMWs, and customers in Germany wanted something with more oomph. And BMW said, "Okay, we're going to take that M1 engine. We're going to take that M1 engine, the race engine." 
and we're going to plunk that into the car and do some work on the suspension and the gearing and get something that moves quick. And it turned out fantastic balance, fantastic handling, four-door box, a triple box car that that somehow could outrun 911 of the day. 911 of the day. Yeah, for sure. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, the E28 the M5 beat the M3 to market. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's really I mean the M1's the first M car, but they only made 280 of those. So this is really the first M car. And BMW at that point had no idea that this was the same as 73 RS. They had no idea that this was going to be a success. Remember Porsche thought they would have trouble selling 573 RSs. Mm-hmm. So they only they only ordered enough steel for 500. BMW said, "Okay, we'll make a, you know, a few hundred of these cars, see if people like them." And people went crazy for them. And yeah. it started this fast so sports saloon segment. And still, we go crazy for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the E34 is the next step because it's kind of the same engine. So it's, it's the next generation it's a little of more the 5 Series. built as yeah. an M yeah. car. Yeah. And then, of course, the next one, they go full on. <coughs> V8. What is E39. the new? What, what is the model number there for the new BMW M no series? Clue. Oh, God. It's like G, G30. No, they're on Gs now. It's like the G30. Or G30? G80. G80, I think. The G80. I need a list. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, man, I'm telling you, M5CS, if you should. Yeah, you should you tell me. I, I mean, dude, the, the M5CS might be the greatest sedan ever built. It really might be. It's, it's, it's it's just, it, but you cannot get it with a sedan seat. No, it only comes with the carbon buckets. Yeah. Yeah. And four carbon buckets. All four seats are miserably yeah, uncomfortable. Are miserable. Yeah. No, but they're, they're great for when you're driving fast. Though. There's no this, better seat. Yeah. This E34 is the car that Robert De Niro drove in Ronin. Uh, yes. This is the Ronin. It was not. No, it was uh, what's a Deidre drove it. He was chasing her in a little right. Renault or something. Oh, he was. Was he yeah. driving? And then, yeah, yeah, the, yeah she was driving it. And, and the, she the was driving it, the and they had the, yeah, the six point yeah. nine Benz as well. Yes, that was, uh, that was uh, cool. uh, Jean Renault drove that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you yeah. would enjoy this car, Ferrison, because it's a nice counterpoint to everything we love about a 911. It's got very high up in seating position. It's a very proper seating position. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... I just need to have that drive. You have it. I'll hook into a car the moment I have that magic moment. Hey, we should, if you when would, we should t- do take all three. three. Take all three out. That would be the best. Triple right. M5 ride. Okay. No, Zuckerman, where are you on the E60, the V10? I'm not into it. No? I know. It just doesn't appeal. First 200-mile-an-hour sedan. I know. I ran okay. out of steam. I didn't like the looks. Didn't like the whole thing. Went too far. No. Yeah. They never got the transmission right. Yeah. Went too far. They they went too, too far. far. Too much semen. <laughs> we got to get you an M5 CS. You would just flip. No, we man. don't. You would flip. <clears throat> I'm done with BMW. Who is our BMW I've, rep? I haven't driven anything BMW uh, Alexander while. Schmuck. All right, Schmuck. Alexander. I'm, I'm going on a big trip with him in uh, less than a month. Let's set Zuckerman up. Okay. We got to do that. Done, done, done. Me. I want to drive some of those cars. Done, My done, done. All right, let's do some uh, Dear Zuckerman. Yeah. We haven't done Dear Zuckerman take, for a while. Take another pull off that cigar like it's a cigarette or a joint. I feel pretty good, but I don't want to feel uh, nauseated. And that sometimes happens because we, we didn't have food tonight. That'll happen later on the ride home. You know what I've eaten today? It's not good. It's Seeming. really not good. <laughs> Besides that. Oh. oh, no, I don't know what. <laughs> I had a protein bar at like nine in the morning. I had a, a very quick uh, protein shake around one. 
That and then it. you had three pretzel rods. I had one of your pretzel rods, <laughs> which was stale, by the way. The way I like them. So right now I'm deficit calorie for sure. If I can get through the rest of this night, I'll lose a little weight tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Before Dear Zuckerman, do we care? I brought the new Mercedes SL. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd like to hear about tell. that. Uh, it misses the mark, I'm going to say. It's it's um, it's a beautiful car, though. It's good looking, but, you know, 208,000. It's, it's the 63. It's the big engine, 577 horsepower. Mm. But it's like... It's a convertible. It's Yeah, it's soft top. It's a four-seater. Yes, yeah. which is. I'm weird. gonna love everything about this car. I'm dying to drive. It's an this SL four seater. SL four. Yeah, all the SLs are now four seaters. Oh, so great! So it's totally developed by AMG. <laughs> I'm ruining your review. <laughs> this is exactly what I want. Except to drive the SLs shouldn't be four seater. Are these usable seats? Yes, in but the you back? can put no, your no, family. No, 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 no. Yeah, my kid can. The five year old fits in the back. You put your family in there. You go Fuck play your tennis. family. <laughs> We're not gonna get, get the wagon for that. No, right. yeah. go ahead. Ah, it's 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 it it, it it it's dominated, you know, by the by the center screen. So it just Ugh. doesn't feel luxurious. And Again, check, I love that. Check this out. This is the biggest bummer, and everyone's talked about this. To open the top, you do it from the screen, and you gotta like slide and hold. Oh god! And you just miss all the time. It's just it's you not better. A, ash that. No, no, it's, this is fine. This You're is, gonna this drop is a, it. No, no, it's good on well, his couch. No, I won't. I promise. And. uh and it's just a bummer. Like I was, I was trying to do it today. Like leaving a parking garage, and just it wasn't happening. And uh, it's also it's all wheel drive, and I, it just it doesn't. It's not, boy, this is really making me happy. I like. Yeah. I really like everything you're saying right now. It's not. It's. It, but it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't approach that car as a sports car. I would approach no. it as something nice. Put the top down. But it's throw it, everybody in it and get some A and W root beer. Yeah, but it, it it's not the. It, this doesn't have that. Like you know how SLs always had that. Like I'm yeah. special because I have an SL. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, I'm just not feeling that. It just feels like a, a big Blah. Mercedes convertible. It doesn't oh, feel boy. like... You know, the SL was sort of like... Like the G-Wagon is just sort of apart from the rest of the lineup, yep. even though it shares a couple things. They lost their way to... Yeah, we need to know. reincarnate Elvis to come back and start shooting these cars. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> what he shot his Pantera in yeah, the driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that, that story, Ferris? Yes. You can you yeah. can see the bullet holes. Yeah, they got it there. So yeah, I'm, I'm uh, and you know the, the problem with having kids. Like back in the day, I would have jumped in it and gone away for the night just to test it out. And I just, I you know, I just can't do that. I, I got to figure out a way to do that. Because it, it, you know, it's just it, ah, it's missing, and I, I want to love it because I love SLs. I even the last one, which is ugly. What, are, I, I what other four seater cabs are there out there in the market? Bentley, same price. I mean, two hundred eight. Doesn't yeah, doesn't but Benz have a four seater? They got rid of it. Gone, gone. That was the that was the convertible S class. So gone. there's not much, right? Very little. I mean, uh, Bentley. So that's uh, the hole it's filling. That's what's... It, well, who wants the, to be in the backseat of a convertible? Here's the, the kids. Well, here's the real here's story. Kids. The real story is they were like, why do we have an S-Class convertible, an SL convertible, right. and the AMG convertible? Yes. Let's dump one. And then much. this car was totally built by AMG. So the long wheelbase... Uh, is the four seater SL and the 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 two door, which is only going to be or the two seat, which is only going to be a hard top, I believe. Maybe it'll be convertible. Oh, is the next AMG GT? So yeah, it's sort of. Uh, and then they have a little what? Do they still have an SLK ish kind of a thing? SLC, I think. Yeah. I can't remember if it's still in production. Or not. I think they're phasing it out. Convertibles are less than one percent of the overall market, anyways. So what do you need that? Yeah, to give everyone but hope. Where that market? Yes. LA. Yeah, and then you know BMW got rid of the eight series, which was a four seat convertible. 
Um, right. And yeah, it's just a dying market. So, but you know, Bentley, but the thing is, you can get a V8 Bentley for probably 208. Yeah, but Bentley, which I love, yeah. is that that's a really big production you're driving around. That's mm-hmm. a very big statement. Throw eggs at me. Call me an asshole. <laughs> key my I love car. those cars. Yeah, I mean that's the next. Ni- that's a, really the nine twenty eight because that's a Panamera cut down to two doors. I mean, yeah. the, you know, that's a hell of a car. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to really like it. I'm just send it over to my house. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. I okay. Do with it. I'll, okay. I like it. I like everything you're saying. Okay. Let's do a little, dear Zuckerman. Yeah. We haven't done it for a while. This would be one of the podcasts we could do right there. We could do a real Dear Zuckerman series. Make everybody happy. Call in and ask Could we me dress questions. them up? Tell me your problems. <laughs> I will fix them. Could you imagine? <clears throat> Again, if you've never heard Dear Zuckerman, these are real Dear Abby letters <laughs> or such, except Zuckerman is going to answer the issue that people have written into newspapers to resolve. Still, I'm stunned. I, I think we might we must have this thing played out at this point. Yet Zuckerman sent me five letters, and I went, "Oh my god, who is writing this stuff?" I want to pitch you a little movie idea right now in the yeah. middle of the segment. <laughs> wait, wait, well, I was just segment. about to start. It relates to the segment because remember, are you was, sure? Yeah. Remember, there was Dear Abby and there was Ann Landers. And yeah. they were sisters and they hated each other. Okay. Is this right? the pitch? And these are supposed to be people that give advice. Yes. <laughs> this will be the next, this will be the next uh, series of feud. So yes. We get Zuckerman's, feud. Zuckerman's nemesis. Yes. Okay. Here we go. It's Moise. All right. Dear Zuckerman, I was advising my adult daughter on a great investment in a field we know well. I even offered her financial assistance, but she told me she was afraid to proceed. So I shared a very personal story with her, my daughter. When her father and I were engaged, he was offered a similar opportunity. I begged him to postpone our wedding and use the money to make this investment, but he did not. He was afraid. I told her... That marrying her father instead of making the investment had been a poor financial decision I've regretted ever since. I urged her not to make the same mistake. My daughter then forwarded our entire text exchange to my husband, who is her father. It didn't cause any trouble between us, but she didn't know that it wouldn't. How do I deal with such a betrayal? I will never trust her again. Zuckerman. Lady, lady, uh, there's yes. something so wrong with you <laughs> that you would share that story as as some as some method of telling your daughter, please don't make the same mistake I did. That's such a weird sick. You're some sort of sick, weird cheapskate. You're getting married. Your daughter's getting married. So that's the story of marriage yes. you sent to her. This is your homily to your daughter. Money is more important than, than marriage. Love. And I've always regretted. Hell yeah, she should send it to her dad and say, why did you marry that woman? I've been telling you for years. She, Mom's horrible. She's a narcissist. She's self-centered. She's nuts. She no failed, boundaries. She, she failed to say what the investment was. That's so something we know. Well. What's that? What? I don't know. <laughs> something she knows well. Oh, she knows well. Yeah, something she knows. Yeah, but this well. is that's the new investment. She didn't say yeah. back then he was you know could yeah. buy shares of Google or eBay or 
it's all obnoxious in that, in that she wants to be validated by, by Dear Abby. Dear Zuckerman's not going to validate you, lady. It's a bad story. You have to have different values in your life. So reading between the lines, what she really wanted to do is her daughter was going to get married, and she wanted to tell her daughter, don't get married. That opportunity didn't pop up. And don't, ma- and don't marry a bum like your you father. You know what you do? <laughs> you trade stocks instead of getting married. Don't get married. Yeah. Don't worry about kids. Go trade stocks. You can do it yourself. Take everything you invest in him and put it in Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. Really weird. That's a weird letter. Yeah. And that's it, a weird that's personality. What we like, right? Yeah. Betrayal. That's a very weird confidence. My to daughter share. betrayed me. I've been. Re- I've regretted it ever since. <laughs> ever since I regretted not putting my money into it. Letter number two. My former partner and I created intimate photos together when we were a couple. (laughs) Who hasn't? We have since broken up. (laughs) My ex now has asked me to delete those images. I would prefer not to. I enjoy looking at them. Deedle, 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 deedle. (laughs) And they are password protected. What's more, my ex has kept copies of these photographs, too. Doesn't that make the request to delete them like a double standard and unfair, Zuckerman? What do I do? You just tell your ex-partner you deleted them and enjoy them at your leisure and pleasure. <laughs> Especially yeah. in, a, in a Hilton. Yeah, I agree Hilton. with that. You broke up. Your ex doesn't have any say anymore. Why do you feel obligated? Tell her they're deleted. You know this is a guy, right? Yeah. It's not a girl who's going, I enjoy them from time to time. Yes. We know what he's saying in that moment. It could be two women. Semen. <laughs> book me a Hilton. <laughs> Sorry, Siri, book me a Hilton. Why did these photographs <laughs> with extra just wiped? <laughs> Black light. You can't destroy them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's bound. He's supposed to. I mean, if, if he has, he should. He should to put her at ease, this girl. But it is weird that she's keeping them too. But she's keeping them for different reasons. To send them to the next guy. No, she wants to know. Look how great I looked way back then. That's a different reason. When you when you give something to someone, you don't get it back. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Well said. Sorry. I I don't know. I kind of agree with the. I think there is a double standard. I think the girl can keep them, and you have to get rid of them. I don't. I, I don't think the woman or the girl is going to be sharing them with her friends or post them on some shitty site like revenge porn. That's always guys doing shitty yeah, things yeah. like that. You know what well, I mean? Well, because usually it's like you know uh, her face and his junk is what the photos turn out to be. You know, is that what you're doing? Is that uh, Johnny? <laughs> Were you trying to lure you I'm into this? <laughs> okay, well, I'm never going to your house. Her junk. We're aware. Her aware. junk on your face. And no one ever takes that. All right, letter number three. This has been a very R-rated show, and I apologize if your kids are listening to this, but look, <laughs> they need to know. Brought to you by the Hilton Corporation. <laughs> They're in the soap. <laughs> little teeny Letter soap number three. <laughs> dear Zuckerman, how do we tell a dear old friend that we no longer want to eat in restaurants with her? She is often unkind to waiters, always looking to find fault, and she harasses workers until she gets something for free or they reduce her bill. We are uncomfortable with this and embarrassed for the waiters. We mostly avoid restaurants by inviting her to our place for meals, but we can't do this forever. Joe. 
Joe must be talking about my aunt Irene. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Irene made she made the tears argument. <laughs> Again, why is this a question? Just tell Joe. her we're not going out to dinner with you. I love that no one has the balls to just tell it straight. Uh, that, but that's uh, if we're going to go out, but you can't do this. Yeah, that's easy. Don't do this. I'm going to pay. I don't care what, what I pay. But I, I do know someone like this, and I do think about it a lot. And I was with them at a hotel once, and they did this. And I went, wow, I could tell they do this a lot. Right. They could do this a lot. Yeah. And they do it. They didn't need the money, but they did it to it's get for something. Sport. For sport. For yeah. sport. For sport. And I can't. And I, I'd, I'd come around and say, uh, if we're going to go to dinner, please, you can't, you can't do your trick. They use this phrase. What, well, what are you going to do to make me happy? Yeah. Well, Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah, I hate that phrase. Yeah. If you've worked in the service industry, like oh, God, the worst. you don't even care. You just give them whatever they want. Yeah. Okay, whatever. If you, you know what? We, we give uh, uh, people who are nice more stuff than people who are dead. Yeah. Ugh. So, you know what? Tell your friend, we can't go for you. It's unpleasant to go with you. Do, do them a favor and say it's unpleasant to go with you because you complain, you carry on, you, yes. you know, and it's too stressful. Do you yes. think that part of it is like if you said to them, hey, listen, I'm going to pay. Don't do that. They're, like their enjoyment of the meal is doing that. Why do you want to go to dinner with this person? Why do you want well, to hang yeah, out? Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just like, you know, comb through your friends every year and get rid of a few. But this I is have, one to just drop. I like lice in your pubes, <laughs> comb through. <laughs> yeah. I, no, wait, we had a friend who did this. She said, yeah, it's like spring cleaning your friend list. It's brutal. And I think I was cleaned by them, by the way. <laughs> but I do respect that. I respect it. You don't just keep them around. If they're causing you problems, drop them. Right, I don't know. I don't understand why you, you, as you're saying, why would you go anywhere with this person? Yes, if it's an unpleasant experience, because most people don't know how to confront. But I, I had a friend who did this thing, not exactly that, but like we go out to eat, and he'd get like toast and coffee, and then when the bill came, he'd like, okay, here's my three dollars and forty seven cents, which includes ten percent for tip. And I got to the point where I'm like, I'm just buying. I don't care what you order. I'm just paying for everything because it's so annoying that you. Well, do what if he didn't have group. money? Oh, he had so much money. He was the richest of all of us. It's just he was like. What did he do? What order he just, hot water and ketchup? No, he literally would get toast and coffee. That was his dinner. He owned a toast and coffee company, <laughs> and he wanted to try the toast. Oh, it was so annoying! And he, yeah, he was making like ten times what everyone else was making. Right, was, it, was he a fat guy? No, super skinny. Well, that's super why. Because he's yeah, well, not I, eating yeah, a bunch know, of he, crap. He, yeah, well, I guess I would eat toast and coffee. But then you still split the bill. I probably not. I really? Uh, toast and coffee. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you, well, you do know this, Ferrison. <laughs> but I wouldn't do it to not spend money. I would just go. There are lots of times where I don't want to eat. I don't want to sit and eat. But I'll have something to make everybody comfortable. Well, he wanted to eat. He just, it was, oh, it was just I, I Ferrison, as you know, yes. I go to lunch most days during the week by myself. Yes, you do. You do. I've seen you. Yes. I do it by myself because that way, I'm so busy during the day. There's so much stimulation. There's so much conversation. I prefer my own company at lunch. I can yes. order what I want, eat what I want, tip what I want, Button whatever. Your pants. Yes. <laughs> Send me pictures of weird-looking men that are sitting near you with comments. <laughs> or trucks running people over. Zuckerman likes to collect pictures of weird-looking aging men. Look at this guy. <laughs> I didn't know this guy existed. <laughs> Look at that. He, he thinks he's one of the monkeys. And he's like 48. <laughs> this guy's 79 dating some Slovanian girl. <laughs> it's nonstop. He does that for oh, real. I'm aware. And then it's animal videos at night, which are better. 
There's been a lot. The White Weasel video was great. I the White Weasel was, was a big I hit. The White Weasel video. I enjoy any kind of interspecies, like animals getting along together and doing things, ducks and dogs and, and things like right, that. Right, things that should be not naturally together, one thing eating the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not eating each other, doing things together, yeah. playing. <laughs> the crow pecking the dog anus is always a good one. That makes me laugh, and the dog looks, and the crow pretends he didn't do it. That uh, Wow. That's charming. Yeah. Every time I show Erica some of those videos, she goes, oh, they they have feelings, too. We have to stop eating animals. Oh, God, no. Don't, don't, don't show her anymore. We go, nope. Yeah. I do. I feel that way. I they're, love animals. They're all I, made of food, though. That's but I problem. like eating them. Yeah. <laughs> I'd eat a crow. All right, letter number four. Our child was recently invited to a sleepover at a new classmate's home. <laughs> With life beginning to return to some pre-COVID normalcy, we hastily accepted this invitation. Realizing that we know nothing about this family, though, we did an online search for their names. <laughs> After the fact, I guess. Much to our dismay, there were lots of articles about both parents who are now infamous for their unscrupulous and callous illegal business dealings that ultimately led to a multi-million dollar settlement with our city government. Morally bankrupt people are not the kind of people we want our children to be around, nor do we want the, uh, to associate with them ourselves. We have this nagging feeling, however, that it's not fair to penalize children for their parents' poor behavior. Dear Zuckerman, <laughs> should we let the children hang out with this family? Hell yeah, these people sound a lot more fun than you. <laughs> I want to <laughs> invite Paul. And you know, do your kid a favor, because either they'll learn something really fun from these criminals, or much later when they're grown up, you can say, remember those people? Yes. They were they were felonious. <laughs> they were real swindlers. Yes. But the kid, if the kid's a normal kid, who cares if the parents had a little bit of money problems? Also, it when you, you're in the sleepover, you're not talking to the parents. You're watching a movie. You're in the room. What do you think? Yeah. The parents are going to come in and say, this is how you steal. Yeah. Go, I, this just happened. You defraud <laughs> Santa Monica. This, yeah. this just happened to me with, with one of my kids. And and I said, but I, I don't know these parents. And Erica said, I don't either. Let me call the mom. She called the mom. They had a nice chat. And I said, was the mom put off by that? And she goes, no, she actually liked it. She thought it was great. She asked her a lot of questions. Do you have a gun in the house? Really? She asked her that. I would ask these people, can you teach my kid to play three-card Monty? (laughs) (laughs) How about pump and dump? (laughs) How much of the money did you hide so that you still have access to it? (laughs) Do you need a lawyer? We know this guy. (laughs) I I I know a lot of people in finance who have stories like that who somehow have very big houses on the west side of L.A. I don't know how they did it. How did they do it? Ferris and I'll have you know that where I grew up on Long Island... There were people in uh, certain organizations. You just made some lip there. Yeah, like organized crime. Yes. And uh, <laughs> certain families. Yes, uh, and, I understand. And some of these dads went away for a couple of years. Yeah. Every so often. For sure. Some, and, uh, you know, whatever. The, the kids were great. It's not uh, everyone, did, though. Did it, did it influence my life? You, obviously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Your kid could be the next Zuckerman. Send oh my God. Him, send him to criminal sleepaway camp. <laughs> I'm thinking of a story of my wife when she was young and her parents let her go with her best friend and her best friend's parents traveled back and forth from Florida to Columbia. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. And they said, can, can we, 
can 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 Erica come back with us to Columbia? Sure. Cover. Cover. Could yes. She, she was could quite she young. Carry, could she carry a little bundle with her? <laughs> Hold the doll. Uh, and no no and I, I I know she probably doesn't want me telling the story but it was absolutely true. Yeah. And those parents are not alive anymore. Mm. They were mowed down because they were up to no good but the uh but her parents were like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Yeah. <laughs> they had no idea, of course. They had no idea. Cautionary tale. All right. Our last letter. Could you swallow this condom? <laughs> it's not semen in there. Definitely not semen. We bought you a little dolly. We actually bought you 50 of them. We're going to tape them to you. She's going to get mad. Luckily, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Do you like mules? And I don't know. It really bugs me. She's got a, she's got a radio show now in WKPFK. Your wife? Yeah. What? About uh, health care and trying to make health care a human right and make it free for people. Mm. And uh, God very surprised now. She's done three or four shows. They're going really well. That she uh, she keeps saying to me, are you listening to my show? And I look back at her and I go, five years I've been doing Spike's Car Radio. Have you ever heard a single one? She goes, nope. And then she goes, have you listened to my show? That is what being married yeah. is all about. Oh, my, my wife was in a movie. She goes, you want to watch it? I go, you yep. know, I did nine seasons of my show. <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched nine seasons? I tell, I, I, I'm honest with her. I go, I don't need you to be a fan of my show. It's totally fine. But I will listen to your show, and I have listened to it. It's very good. We're very proud of her. All right, letter number five. Here it goes. Dear Zuckerman. <laughs> I can't believe they wrote Dear Zuckerman. My much-loved wife died. Oh, right on, right on topic. After a prolonged illness. I am almost 80 and in good health, but I have not had sex with a partner in over a decade. I am still grieving, but I also crave another warm body and confirmation that I still have I've sexual skills. What would you recommend? <laughs> he's 80. He's still grieving. His wife just died. He hasn't had sex with a partner. What should he do, Zuckerman? Would the non-partner be his hand? I mean, is that what he's saying? Yes, that's what he's saying, yes. I, I he goes, say- I stay at the Hilton all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which Johnny regrets buying Porsches, CEO. Yeah, so what does he do? He's 80, his wife is dead, he wants to get some action. It's a whole new world out there. What does he do, Zucker? He goes online, fella, go online and find yourself a, a friend. So he gets an app, a dating app. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you. I mean, if you know, where there's a will, there's a way. You know, where there's a will, there's a way, sir. If you still, at 80 years old, are able to sling it around, uh, there's going to be a willing recipient. And you just... <laughs> you go, think there will be? Yeah, you just go to one of those old people square dance things, some hokey pokey, and then the hanky panky. It's very simple. And go, do it. Do I it. There's only no, so many- my parents never told me any of this. What, 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 I always thought at a certain age, people yeah. stop having sex. But you're saying they don't. No, I'm saying it's, it's individual. This guy's 80. I'm saying that you know your, your gun comes with so many bullets, Ferriston. Yes. Some people's guns run out sooner than others. Some right. people fire their guns way more than the other person. And some guy, if he's lucky enough that, that he still has that at 80, and I think that's what does rather he do? lucky. He goes, I'm telling you, he goes online for older ladies. Uh, you know, older ladies are always complaining that the stick broke before the pot. So, or the spoon <laughs> bent before. So, they're looking for it. It's a good move for an older lady, right? Yeah. You get this guy, marry him. Guy, he's, still, he's still got, you know, he's active, he's romantic. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like he's going to be grieving. 
This is grief. Oh, you know, okay, so what do you want go, me to go tell to you? Amsterdam. You look, he, no, he should look for look for the massage parlor with a neon sign that says "massage, <laughs> massage." Yeah. All female go staff. In there. We repair. massage the aggrieved. <laughs> is that the, is that even a word? Yes. Well, no. it's kind of word. The grieving and the aggrieved. Yeah. The aggrieved is the person at the restaurant. That's the aggrieved person. Take her. Take that lady. You can right. grieve, and she'll be Show aggrieved. Her a good time. Yeah, well, that was good. I I want him to go for it. Go to the massage. Of course, go do Here's it. Here's what he does. He takes whatever money he's got left because he's only got about ten minutes left. Go down and get whatever Porsche is on the lot. Get something nice. Get that car. Have that girl. Make a date. Take her out to dinner. And then. And then just say, "We're going to the Hyatt." <laughs> the, 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 Hilton. the Hilton. Sorry, we we're this. going to the Hilton. This dinner comes with a side of sausage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show. <laughs> right there. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't. I disagree. I think that was fine. I think that was a mighty. Fine episode of Spice Car Radio. <laughs> Brought to you by Hilton. <laughs> Brought to you by Hilton. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.